0: Welcome to the Spirit Guided Life Podcast. Get ready to explore limitless ways of creating a dialogue with your spirit, including awesome guests, light worker tips, and intuitive inspirations. So say yes to tuning into your heart, be willing to trust the invisible, and stand by to be spirit guided with your host, Alex Levy. Hi, everyone. Welcome, 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 friends. Welcome to episode 50. I can't believe it's the 50th episode already, I'm coming up to a year in October, so time is really flying by. For those of you who have been here from the beginning, I want to thank you so much. For those of you who are new, welcome. Thank you for being with me. So I can't believe I'm at episode 50. I haven't spent one episode talking about oracle cards, so I figured today was the perfect time to talk about oracles because if you know me, you know this is something that I really, really love. I work with them a lot. I have my own deck and they've been a part of my life for a really long time. And I feel like part of my mission is to make oracles really understandable for people and kind of demystify some myths. And I want to share how to really use and connect with oracle cards in an intuitive, easy way. And that is the purpose of today's conversation is how to really intuitively connect easily with oracle cards because they are easy and oftentimes we just really really overthink it but before we begin i just want to take a minute to let you know i still have a few spots left for align with the angels which is a four-week series starting on the first monday of october following each monday of the month we will work with the moon energies. To really go within, to heal our spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical bodies through channel angelic templates and healing group work. This is going to be a small intimate gathering with a few lightworker souls. So if you're called to this, please just click on the link in the show notes below. And of course, I would never want costs to be a deciding factor for you. So I'm willing to work with you. So message me if you need any support. So let's get started. So what is the difference between oracles and tarot? I get this question a lot, and I figure this is a really great place to start. So we are all on the same page. So oracles and tarot, they both have been around a long time. And while there are many similarities, there are definitely big differences. So tarot is really a system that follows an archetypal kind of pattern and story, regardless of the deck. So there are, of course, hundreds and thousands and thousands of different styles of tarot decks with different imagery and and really abstract ones to classical ones to everything in between. But typically, tarot will always have that common thread that tells a story, starting with the magician, going through the minor and major arcana, and it really does follow a system, and it's quite structured. While there is still interpretation and intuition involved with reading the tarot, the meaning of the cards are really ultimately fixed in a way. So tarot is structured with a 78-card deck, and it really does take quite a bit of time to study and become familiar with the cards so you're not really just memorizing them but from from truly a place of understanding. But tarot is traced way, way back. It goes all the way back to the 15th century. But tarot can be used as an oracle and that is really how I started out reading that. Now, oracles are a much more free flow type of system. The only system an oracle really follows is the system of the deck creator. So the intentions behind the creator of the deck is responsible for coming up with the way the cards are used, why the deck is impactful or what it means. You know, each deck will have kind of a different uh, point of view. And oracle imagery is so vast and different. It doesn't follow that same kind of story and archetypal lineage that the tarot Follow. Oracles really have no rules and they can be used by really anyone at any level of intuitive development. You don't have to know the cards ahead of time. You don't have to really memorize anything. And the interpretations are more intuitively based. And oracles can be used for introspection. They can be used for divination, meditation, and so much more. Now, one is not better than the other. I did get my start with tarot back when I was 13. One of my friends at the time, her older sister, who I was also friendly with, I remember once at her, their house, she gifted me her tarot deck. And I was so excited because it was something I had wanted for a long time. And I was always interested in everything metaphysical and spiritual and kind of new age, but I hadn't had a deck yet. And I remember just diving into that, and from then on, I probably amassed quite the collection of tarot decks by the time I was 18. And I remember looking at different books on learning the cards or you know, and understanding the interpretations. I would even go back and highlight in the books like keywords and phrases. And even though I felt comfortable using the cards, I would always find myself Using the t- cards in a more intuitive way than the traditional way of the meanings, my mind would just always kind of get lost in the uh, the intuitive realm, and I would often forget that I was actually reading a card that was had a specific meaning. Later on, when I learned about oracles, I felt like they were a little bit more of a natural fit for me. But no, there, like I said, there's no wrong way, and you can use tarot as an oracle or you can use oracles as an oracle. They're totally interchangeable and you can also use them together. Sometimes that makes a really awesome reading when you're combining decks. But today we're really specifically talking about how to use oracles intuitively. But I did just wanna share a little bit about my background with the cards. But I probably am a little bit biased. So I wanna tell you why I love oracles so much. And I love them because there are no rules, because there's no memorization of guidebooks or, you know, key cards. And because I really feel it's so easy to use an oracle and then wham, bam, you're in your intuition and you're really connecting to higher guidance. It's really like this kind of in-between. So oracles are easy. And I want to share with you three really, really easy intuitive ways to connect with the oracles. And these tips will work with any deck, with any card system. Really, you could still apply this to reading tarot. So the first thing that I want you to do to really intuitively connect with an oracle card is you need to absorb the imagery of the card. And this is important. Even if you don't feel like you are a visual person, or that clairvoyance is one of your strongest clairs that doesn't matter simply by looking at the imagery of the card it's almost as if the imagery of the card acts as this mini kind of psychic portal and when you really connect to the imagery you're opening up to the energy of the card so what do i mean absorb the imagery i mean really just kind of allow yourself to just gaze at the card and Absorb the colors. So if it's a beautiful car, maybe there's a lot of greens. It's a landscape. Just really take in all the greens. Or if if there's a sky in the background, just really absorb the colors from the sky. There's numbers. Look at the numbers. Or perhaps there's words. A lot of oracles have wording or descriptions or names. So really, it's just about getting your first impression. It's not about analyzing it. It's just about absorbing it. And allowing yourself to really tap into that mini portal of the Oracle. Now, the second thing you can do, which is really easy as well, and it builds upon that first technique of absorbing everything, is to view the Oracle as if it were a movie. And what do I mean? I mean that imagine the card you're looking at was a movie you're watching that was pressed on pause. And imagine... And you gotta use your imagination for this. I'm giving you permission to actually make it up. But imagine if that was scene that was pressed pause started to move to life. Imagine if that picture started coming to life, whether that's the scenery in the background moving or the imagery changing or a person doing something. Really use your imagination to pretend what would happen if this card was alive, if it was a movie, if it was a scene. What would be unfolding before you? Imagination here is really key when it comes to tapping into the energy of the oracle. When you allow yourself to use your imagination, you're dropping out of that analyzing, thinking part of your mind. You're moving back into a heart space. And then the next step is intuition. Really allow your intuition to flow. And what do I mean by this? I mean, allow yourself to really just go with what comes to you when you look at the imagery of the card. Perhaps you start to just get an overall sense of a feeling or sensation. You might have thought forms pop into your head or other images that are building upon the message of the card or it may be completely unrelated or seem irrelevant to the card. But that in and of itself is a message and it is related. You might see words or hear numbers. All of those are little moments and threads of how your intuition is speaking to you because we all are clairvoyant, we all are claircognizant, we all are clairsentient and so forth. So all of our clairs will speak to us Give us little nuggets and nudges and insights and it's your job to then relay that and trust it and acknowledge it and by doing so, you can really tune into that oracle, whether it's for yourself, whether you're doing a reading for someone else and those intuitive impressions, I promise you, will usually be way more accurate and insightful than the standard message of what that card actually means, if you were to look in the guidebook. So, always go off of your intuition first and foremost when looking at the cards. And just some tips on connecting with your oracle. I find that sometimes we may have a deck in mind that we want to get, and then sometimes we'll get it and we just won't feel like, huh, well, maybe I don't really want this. So, I think of oracle cards and oracle decks as I do with crystals. I always say crystals find us, we don't find them. I can tell you many times I've gone into a shop with the intention of buying, let's say an amethyst or clear quartz or whatever the crystal I thought I wanted to get. And when I get there, something else grabs my attention and I end up walking out with something that I usually didn't think I wanted. But then when I see the one I thought I wanted, it didn't really feel right in that moment. It's because this other crystal was really what I needed, and it was more aligned with the vibrational frequency, which I was operating on when I walked in, and that is similar to how oracles are. So keep an open mind with decks. Sometimes we pigeonhole ourselves in getting the same deck or the same style or a certain author that we don't really expand our awareness to so many other options that we think we may not like because perhaps we think that the illustration isn't that great or or perhaps the cards seem a little bit challenging to get to know or perhaps you've just never heard of the author and have never heard of the deck before. So I would say keep an open mind because the right oracle will find you when you're ready for it and I really do believe they find us too like crystals and I'll just share a personal story And that was, when I was a kid, my mom would always take me to this uh, metaphysical new age um, gift shop in uh, my hometown I grew up in. And I always remember looking at this specific tarot deck. It was actually the Voyager uh, tarot. And he always, always was drawn to it. Always. I would always look at it. I thought it was really cool. I was fascinated by it. But I never got it. And I would go back year after year after year. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you it took me 20 years to buy this Oracle deck. And I'm probably dating myself by telling you that. But literally, when I finally got it it was when I was ready to get it. And gosh, I love that deck. In fact, I went on to train and take out the Voyager training certification with James, the creator of the deck. And I feel like I wasn't ready for it. That deck came to me when I was ready, and it took me a while. It took me a couple years. Hopefully, it won't take you that long. I'm just kidding. But that's the energy of the oracles, because I wasn't really vibrating at that level of the deck. We just weren't really a vibrational match at that time, and it's not good. It's not bad. It's not wrong. So keep an open mind when looking for decks. And I love oracles because you can use them in so many ways. You can be so creative with them. You can meditate with them. You can pull a card a day. You can do readings. You can do energy forecasting. You can read for other people. There's the endless things you can do for oracles. So I encourage you, use our oracles. I encourage you, use oracles. Have fun with them. Add them to your daily spiritual practice because an oracle card a day, just one card can be a wonderful, very insightful daily spiritual practice and I encourage you to those who are listening to have a daily spiritual practice. That's something I will talk about in another episode, the importance of a daily spiritual practice. So have fun with your oracles. Don't overthink it. Don't take it too serious. And don't get bogged down by what the guidebooks say. Go with your gut. Your first instinct is always usually the right one. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm wishing you all the very best. Lots of love. There we have it, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to keep it simple and to the point. So let me know your thoughts and let me know how you do your oracles. So send me a message and don't forget to... Head on over to alexlevyonline.com for more information on upcoming events and how to work with me. And don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. And until next time, stay spiritual.